bang, bang. Don't forget to share the Welcome to the Potty podcast uh, it, just to help us grow. Tell a friend to tell a friend. You know what it is. It's easy. All you got to do is see one of our posts, share it, or, you know, send a text to a friend saying, look, you got to listen to this shit. It's hilarious. It's the best. Ask for some advice. You got, you got problems and, you know, the boss man can sort you out. So uh, go have a look at that. So if you, if you share it in any way or fashion, all you got to do is screenshot that share and send it into the Welcome to the Potty DMs on Instagram and you're in the running to win free merch, you know. Uh, so that it's that easy. We just want you to tell a friend to tell a friend. We're doing the show for free, so do that. If you know, if you wanna, if you wanna support financially, go to welcometothepotty.com/store and order one of these just, just butter soft, uh, wet, um, you know, soft as baby thighs t-shirts or you know a jacket you know golf merch we got polos we got rain jackets get in there and check it out buy something help us grow man that's all you got to do it's so easy it's so fucking easy man and also you know if that doesn't float your boat you can go to bungbungcoffee.com and uh with every purchase using the promo code potty p-o-double-d-y you get 15 percent off and welcome to the potty gets a little bit of a bit of a kickback from Bung Bung Coffee. So do that. This coffee, this coffee is phenomenal. Uh, you know, there's been circumstances where there's been a bunch of white people and one black person, you know, locked up in a cabin in the woods. And the black person died first, obviously, from some horrific accident. It's, you know, a horror film scenario and the black person died, you know, as, as, uh, as happens. And, you know, once the black person dies, the white people come together and they're like, maybe we should have some of this bung bung coffee and get our heads thinking of how we can get out of this situation. And then bung bung, nobody else dies. It's a beautiful thing. You know, you've seen the movie Blood Diamond. That's pretty much, that's pretty much bung bung coffee. You know, that that's how valuable bung bung coffee is. It's as valuable as a blood diamond. Is it... Uh, you know, mined for by African slaves? No, no. Well, the, the coffee's all South American anyway, and it's also uh, ethically sourced and delivered straight to your door, that delicious dark roast. So if you want to support the show or you just like a good coffee, go to bungbungcoffee.com and enter promo code POTTY, P-O-D-D-Y, for 15% off. All orders. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party, bung bang! It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the Steph Curry of podcasting, because this is finals MVP quality shit. Yes. Yes, let's get let's get that that sports that sports intro. Good God. Shout out to uh to Steph Curry, man. And the Golden State Warriors, they won it. Um and I'll be the first to say, I've sat in this chair 
all the other chair. I'm sitting in Boardman's chair today. He's not here. He's he's out and about doing you know research, uh, R and D, um, or you know annual leave. Either way, he's doing something. He's out there. Uh, but yeah, I've been sitting in this chair for weeks, months, saying Golden State this, Golden State that. They're not going to do it this year. They're not good enough. I think they're past their prime, all of them. Maybe not Steph. You know, Steph had that very impressive run to start the season. But, you know, Clay coming back off injury, he never looked quite right. I still don't think he looked right in uh, in game six there where they won the championship. I, I, I didn't really like Clay's game. Draymond had his best game of the series to, you know, really shove it in my face. No, you know, no home loans. But I had been, I had been talking big shit about Dre. I think last week me and... Um, me and Lavelle were sitting here like... Man, you corny! And uh, then he went and won a, a fourth championship... Another one. ...in my fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, it, I, I'm happy for him. I, I, like, I like the fact that Steph Curry has now won a championship before KD two with KD and one after KD. So you can stop all that slander. You can stop the front-running slander. Um, you know, he kind of proved it in game six. They were up all game and he was just torching these motherfuckers. But, you know, he's got the finals MVP, so you can stop that slander. Um, what else is your problem with this guy? Dude, this is, you know, this guy, he's holding it down for light-skinned nation, honestly, and I, I'm I'm proud of him. I love it for I love him for it. Um, you know, he's pulling up, hitting daggers, finding Wiggins. Like, it looked like he was purposely seeking out Wiggins to hit a three towards the end of the game, and he did. Easy money. It just, it really finished those motherfuckers off. Um, you know, Jason Tatum, is he that guy? Yet to be seen. It's yet to be seen, okay? He's still young. Everyone's still, you know... Everyone, like, there's been a lot, a big shift of uh, people talking shit about Tatum, myself included, uh, especially with the the Kobe, you know, the real funny shit he was doing with the, like, trying to be Kobe and all that. It was kind of gross. But forgetting about that, when he, uh, every game that the Celtics lost, this playoffs, not just in the final series, but the playoffs, Jason Tatum was a complete liability in. Okay? He's still young. I understand that. He's like 24, 23 or 24. And that's fine. So, you know, Steph had no rings at that time. You know, KD had none. LeBron had none. It's fine. You can, he's got plenty of time to, he's not in his prime yet. He hasn't primed out. But is he that guy? Is he that guy? Remains to be seen for me. I don't think we can turn around and say he's not, but it's a quest. It's still a question. I don't think we can be saying that he is. I don't think we can be certain that he is. Okay, and that's. I don't think that's an unfair call. Jalen Brown, dude, the most suspect handle from a guard. I like. I never because I don't really watch the Celtics a lot, man. I. I mean, I guess. I just watch games where where I can. So I just watch random games here and there, right, for the season. And then playoffs, I really try and 
try and watch. And so since the Celtics made it all the way through, I saw quite a lot of the Celtics. And I, I honestly co- couldn't believe how bad Jalen Brown's handle was. And then checking, you know, Twitter and, you know, Steve, friend of the show, Celtics fan, you know, he, he said that his uh, Jalen Brown's handle has always been suspect. And, bruh, is it frustrating watching this man just drive out of control like Russell Westbrook into the paint. and But instead of just, like, you know, being able to jump over someone and dunk it like Westbrook could in his prime, um, he just sort of kicks the ball or loses the handle. And it's ugly. But Jalen Brown isn't like Mr. Ego, so it's like it's it's hard to hate him. Like with Westbrook, I, I'm so ready to jump on this motherfucker, no home loans, because he he's just Mr. Ego, like I'm the best this and all that. And it just frustrates me, man. So Jalen Brown looks like he's about to cry all the time. So I, I, I'm sitting there feeling bad for him the whole game. So I don't know, man, but um, shout out to the Celtics. I feel bad for Al Horford, man. He's 36 or something. I don't know if he can just put young bucks on his back again. That he really carried that. I, I I think Al Horford was the X factor for the for the Boston Celtics. Um, but well, yeah, you can't really expect that man to to carry a team. That was Jason and Jalen's job, and they they just they they're not ready. They're not ready. You know, Steph, bro, Steph, undeniable. He's undeniable now. Like I, I still, I, I was on Twitter this morning looking, and people are still slandering this man. It's like people, people just hate to hate. Most people on Twitter are uneducated, didn't play basketball. Maybe you know, maybe up to a high school level. There's a lot of people there that that are not well versed in basketball that didn't play the game or didn't play it at a high level. And that matters. That matters. I think it matters for coaching. I think it matters for analysis. Uh, I don't think you can just be an NBA analyst that that fucking didn't play the game. I don't think, you know, I never played American football and you'll notice that I don't sit here and talk shit about the NFL too much. You know, sometimes I'll, I'll bring some shit up, but, like, I won't really be shitting on um, too much, you know, because I, I, I'm, I'm not well-versed enough. Did my uncle win a Super Bowl ring? Yes, with the Oakland Raiders in 1976. Yes. 76? Sounds early. I have to double that. It's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast, bro. Um... What was I saying? Oh, yeah, AFL. You know, I played I played Australian rules football to a high school level, came back to Australia from college and tried out for some teams because my, my agent had contacts. I tried out for about five or six teams. And I got offered I got offered a contract, okay? Um, but that doesn't mean that I know anything. It means that they thought I was athletic and I had tons of upside. I couldn't kick a footy. I don't understand, you know, why that, like, they don't kick the ball anymore. You know, it's all handballs down through the field just to keep the pace up, I suppose. 
I don't know if there's defensive strategies. It never looks like there is. You know, last night, who played last night? It was St. Kilda and Essendon. And someone someone took one of their their Fords and, and brought him back. So they had more men back because they were just getting overrun. I get that, but like that's about the extent of it for me. Man, I'm thirsty. I didn't bring any bung bung in here. No beers, no waters. Just in here thirsty as a motherfucker, bro. But yeah, I forget why I was saying that. Yeah, I think, yeah, people people just like slandering Steph Curry to slander him. It's so easy to hate. People think they're funny being trolls and all that shit. And go ahead, go ahead. Um, most of you motherfuckers are retarded out there though. You know, um, the NBA product has been watered down. There's no, uh, there's no denying that. With the the the, I think it's the most the sport the the one of the big four sports. So big four is NFL, NBA, NHL, and MLB. I think the NBA is the most impacted by the referees. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It just sucks, man. It doesn't suck. I, I still love the NBA, but you just see it. Everyone sees it. You don't need to be a genius to see that. But dude, the biases were like people, you know, people support their teams and they get, they get blinded. They are blinded by the, their teams and, um, they think that the refs are 100% against them. That's not true. I'll tell you what is true. The NBA wants seven games or at least six. They don't want they don't want a series. They don't want a final series to be a sweep. So if you win one one game or maybe even two games, they're going to get the next two to the other team or as much as they can. They're probably going to do it on game two. They're probably not going to let someone get a, a 2-0 lead if they can help it. You know they're going to they're going to swallow their whistles a bit for one side, and really start blowing them on the other. No home loans, and that's the that's the NBA for you, man. And it's hard to watch sometimes. It is fucking hard to watch, but people get people get blind to the fact that it's not just the product. They think it's their team. Their team's getting, you know, hard done by, and it, yeah, they are. But it's like if the if the scores were reversed, if it was two one your team, not not one two or whatever. The other team would be getting fucked because that's how the NBA rolls, man. You think there was only one mobbed up ref, bro? Donaghy? No, son. Bro, one of them? None of them? The mob never reached out to any other ref. And come on, bro. Come on. They're not doctors. They don't take a Hippocratic oath. Well, they probably take some sort of oath, but. Anyway, that's not. I, I put a real dampener on the Golden State Warriors. Congrats to Golden State. Um, oh my god! Four, four, four-time champs for um, you know, Draymond, Clay, and um, Steph. Man, congratulations! All you can do is congratulate those guys, man. Yeah. Um, shit. What else, bro? Uh, Oh yeah, that's right. Uh I've got to talk about my week this week. 
And last weekend, or no, public holiday. It was a public holiday on Monday, so Rach and I took Kenny out. Uh, we went into the Adelaide Hills for, for a feed, and uh, on the way, you know, we got a coffee, and this place was packed because, you know, everything's closed on a public holiday. So this place is packed, and I go there, and I'm waiting for ages for my order. And first off, these motherfuckers... You know, you know how when you order a coffee, they're always like, oh, what's the name for the order? I was like, Clay. And they're like, oh, cool. All right. Uh, yeah, just go stand to the left. And we'll... and then they come out and they're like, um, Wade? Wade? And I was like, what is it? And they're like, oh, long black and lactose-free latte. I was like, oh, yeah, that's me. So they think I'm retarded, you know? They think I'm all fucked up because I didn't answer to my name, but my name's Clay, not Wade. And this wasn't a Starbucks. This was just like a small business, cafe. And they, and I've never... Clay's not a wild name. Like, I, I didn't go up there and say my name's Urupakito, you know? But for short, it's U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-
and and saw your your ears out because I said clay. Wade, it's wild, man. Drake dropped an album same day that the Warriors won. People went ape shit. Oh my god, Drake! Drake really turns niggas gay, bro. I'm not a Drake fan, so I can kind of like not be a part of that, even though I am part of Light Skin Nation. But Drake's Drake's a re- like ever since Pusha T roasted this dude, bro. Uh, and we need to we need to push it. Easy money. Ever since Pusha T did that to him. Drake really, really seemed to embrace his Jewish side, bro. Drake, and that's no offense to Jews, but like Jewish rappers, who are you? Lil Dicky's the only good one, probably. And that, you know, it's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Party podcast. But Drake, dude. Man, you corny. You're on some fucking cornball shit. And I haven't even listened to this album. You know me, I'm not a Drake fan. I'm not going to go listen to this shit. But. I've even seen it online on Twitter, bro. I've been deep in the tweet, bro. And people are like, this is, this is, is this a joke? And one guy, one guy came caping and he's just like, oh, you can tell that Drake's not doing this for the fans or for, or no. And he was, no, he's trying to say, he's trying to stand up for Drake. He's like, you can tell that this sound is, um, is paying homage to, Virgil Abloh and that this that this wasn't for the fans or for the music industry. You want to pay homage to that nigga, go get a tattoo, bro. You don't put out an album that's not for the music industry. What the fuck are you talking about? Man, you corny! Motherfuckers are out here dick riding, bro. I can't I can't quite understand that. I, did I just cape for Steph Curry? Maybe. Maybe. But they think because he's a light-skinned family man that he's he's both, he's just going to take this shit. He got to be out here. And that's why he was out there like, put a fucking ring on it. You know, Steph's out here fucking, he's tired of that shit. People just ragging on his wife. Yeah, she's got a big face, but she's still bad. She's still bad. Yeah, her face is mad big. But I've seen big faces before, bro. I like a big face. As long as as long as it's printed on a hundred dollar bill, I'll take a big face. You know, Aisha Curry. You know, her face is bigger than her head. So that, I don't know how that works. It's scientifically impossible, but somehow she's wrapped it around there like like the skin on a basketball. I don't know. I don't know how that works. That's a big fucking face, bro. It looks like a cow's going to jump over it. You understand? (laughs) And a dish is going to run, a spoon's going to run away with that motherfucker, bro. (laughs) Uh, What was I talking about? Let's get the, um, Drake's fucking album, bro. That's right. Um, yeah, so I haven't listened to it, so I can't talk shit, but I'll, I'll sit here and say it sucks without listening to it. Honestly, never mind. It's called, ugh, 
Ugh. Disgusting, bro. Drake's just like a, a gross looking guy, bro. You know? He just seems so gross, bro. He seems like I would I would think that he wears women's perfume. Like he's he looks like he smells like a woman to mask BO that honestly smells like butter chicken. He looks like he smells like butter chicken before he showers. And then when he gets out of the shower, he kind of smells like um like rose petals and dandelions or something. Something crazy that like a woman would wear, like Chanel. Chanel or like um you know, gypsy water or some shit. That's what this nigga looks like. He's gross to me, bro. He looks like, bro, honestly, if he wasn't the biggest rapper in the world and you show me a picture of him, I'd be like, oh, yeah, he works at, um, you know, 7-Eleven. He's a black Jew that looks um, Middle Eastern, bro, or like Armenian, maybe. He looks like he would bedazzle his jeans if he didn't have a stylist. He would just be out. He'd, he'd get like his six-year-old niece to bedazzle his jeans for him. That's what he looks like. He looks like... I guarantee there's a no shoes in the house or all at Drake's house, okay? Even though he's got, you know, a cleaning service and stuff, he still does that shit. He looks like the kind of guy that would buy a jar of Nutella just to eat it with a spoon. You understand? That's what he looks like, bro. And he'd heat the Nutella up in the microwave and shit, like just do some foul shit. So it was all runny and like gets caught in his beard. Like he's got no shirt on and is drizzling down his chest on accident, bro. And he's like strong, but like not cut. So he just looks like a cloud. He's just all puffy and shit. He's like an amateur sumo wrestler. He's an amateur everything except rapper. This guy, all he does is just like think he's a part of every community, but he and he just, but no one wants him there. No one wants him there except like ultimate dick riders, bro. Star fuckers. You understand? I sound jealous, but I'm not. I'm not jealous of Drake, bro. Don't want to be him. I don't want to. I don't want to be the guy that push a T fucking bodies, bro. Easy money. I wanted to body some people this morning, bro. I went grocery shopping, and dude, people are so fucking selfish, bro. People, everyone thinks they're so important, bro. I almost got double cut. At the entrance, I was just trying to grab a trolley. Some old man wearing a mask, pussy, jumps in front of me and grabs a trolley I was going to grab. And I was like, okay. And I stood back, let him do it because he was an old man. And then this, like, Indian dude tries to cut in and get get the trolley. And I had to to step in at this point because now I'm getting walked all over. I was like, nah, bro. And I took my trolley. I go in there. And, like, people don't know where they're going, so they just stop and stand there. And they're like, mm, what did I want again? What's my favourite food again? And it's like, hey, fucking 
buy something. Pick something up. Keep it pushing because now I'm stuck here. I can't move because I'm waiting for you, you fuckwit, you know? I'm getting pissed, all right? So I'm getting I'm getting a bit f- frustrated and I'm, I'm trying to, so I'm, I'm trying to weave my way around, trying to get around everybody who doesn't know what they're doing, lacking, just lacking focus, bro. These motherfuckers just don't, like, they're, like, the only people there. Like, no one's behind them or in front of them. Dude, one fucking idiot. She, she stands in the middle of an aisle. And an aisle's got enough space for two carts, two shopping carts. One on, like, and you'd go left like, like you do when you're driving. This bitch is in the middle. Her cart's on the far left. She's bent over looking and she, and then she doesn't grab anything. What are you looking for? Get a fucking shopping list, dude. What are you doing? You ever been to the shops before? In, out, get, grab, bunk. That's what I do. I'm like, okay, I've been here before. I know what I want and I know where to get it. Brrr, cut, cut, cut. Dude, honestly. Oh, dude, and that fucking little man with his little mask, bro. Two more times he got in my way. Two more times he got in my fucking way, bro. So... I'm not really, I'm not really into that. And he's like, bro, one of the times I was in the freezer aisle getting, you know, frozen peas, you know, in case I get, you know, in case I get comboed up and I need to, you know, reduce the swelling in my eyes. I was getting some frozen peas and this dude opened the freezer that I was standing at. He opened it. Nah, bruh. I'm not about that. I am not about that shit, though. I'm off that. Completely. So I'm in there and I'm just like, this is now this is important. This is important to note because every couple of weeks we gotta come back to gun violence in the US on this show. And this is why you shouldn't have guns. Because if I had a fucking gun, bro, I'd have shot that place up. I'm telling you. If I had a dude, I fucking hate the grocery store, dude. And yeah, it is partly my fault for going grocery shopping on a fucking Saturday. But you cannot just be in there doing your thing without thinking that it's going to impact other people. If I had a gun on me, I would have fucking lit that place up. Honestly, it was foul in there. Dude, you know you get a whole cauliflower and they leave like heaps of the stalks on around it to so it weighs more. So I stood there and I ripped all those things off before I bought that cauliflower, bro. And that's fucking... Easy money. Sensational. You need to go in there with a plan, bro. And I ripped the stalks off of that bitch because they were trying to rip me off. These motherfuckers. Dude, I went to grab a pumpkin and a woman rammed into my my um my shopping cart. And I was like, if I had an AR-15 right now, you'd be the first to go. Dude, honestly, a grocery store is is everyone's so fucking self-entitled in there. It's like it's like an airport. It's like an airport for poor, for poor people, bro. People who don't have passports and don't have the money to travel and they're just like, oh, 
I guess I'll never go to Italy, but here's some San San Remo fucking pasta sauce. It's not even organic. It's $2 a fucking jar. I'll get that and I'll pretend I'm in Italy. And I'll go and get a McCain's fucking pizza with pineapple on it as a as a side dish. You fucking poor cunts. Get your money up. And then you're at the airport and people are like cutting in the security line and like running past you. It's like, Oh god, people people are so self-entitled, bro. At least the airport's got a security system. You know, like a grocery store is more worried about you stealing a Mars bar than fucking torching the place, you know? These motherfuckers are like, "Oh, let's get some some Mexican some fucking tacos and instead of traveling to Mexico." And then and then the person that actually is traveling to Mexico like like bumps you in the middle of the, um, like, the plane's not going to leave without you. Like, you're you're all lining up to show your ticket and shit and someone wants to cut the line. And it's like, hey, this plane's going to wait for everyone to get on it. They'll even do announcements for people who are late. You fuck. Unbelievable, bro. And that's, yeah. That's why Australia doesn't have guns, bro. And that's good. Because that Coles, that Coles would have been shut for a few weeks, I think. Oh, I forgot to say, I had that coffee place where they called me, waiter. You know, it's a cafe. People like going to cafes with their dogs. Some lady had her dog there. And then there was two guide dog puppies in training. And one of the dogs, like that wasn't a guide dog puppy, was under the table where this lady was eating, drinking her coffee. Bit one of the guide dog puppies, bro. Bit it on the nose. I seen it. I witnessed a hate crime, bro. That is like me just seeing, you know, two blind people with the, I don't know what those sticks are called where they can feel what's in front of them. It's got the ball on the end. I see two of them and I go up and bite one. That's a hate crime. That's what that dog did. That is a fucking hate crime, bro. But that lady just got up and left straight away. She left her coffee there, steaming. She was so embarrassed, bro. She was out. Man, I would have gone too, bro. Bro, at least she's not Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is out here on some sicko shit, bro. I'll see if I saved the uh, the tweet. I don't really know how to save tweets, so I probably won't spend much time on this. No, I didn't. I don't know how to bookmark tweets and shit. But um, sexual assault allegations. Um, I guess he had. I think it was the first female referee he had in a limousine and was like, we have to let you go unless you suck my dick. There was like, um, oh, wild shit. He's like feeding steroids to all his wrestlers. Dude, he's, he stepped down as CEO or stepped aside for a while while this all... Dude, this motherfucker is done, bro. There was a storyline in WWE. I'll never forget. 
Get it! It's crazy, bro. <laughs> there was this storyline. I think the wrestler's name was Trish Stratus. Uh, you have to check that. Um, but she had some things. Very nice. And uh, there was a storyline where Vince McMahon's wife was paralyzed. Okay, and he wheels her out on the main stage, wheels her out, parks the wheelchair and has her watch him just tongue down Trish Stratus right in front of him. We, in front of her, which is fucking bonkers, bro. He's like, I want to cheat on my wife and I want her to know about it. And so I'll write it. I'll write it into the storyline. I'll never forget it, bro. You have to Google it. You have to Google it. It's nuts. I don't even know what you'd look up to find something like that. It seems illegal. <laughs> this motherfucker is nuts. He's on, he's, yeah, he's done for me. He's absolutely done for, uh, I don't know. I don't know enough about it to talk too much about it. But like, honestly, dude, that dude is, he's on some real sicko shit. Um, We got some closure reviews. Let's do it. Comedy action horror. Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting like Tinker costumes. This segment is Plays Reviews. I watched uh, on Netflix, The Old Guard. And that stars uh, Char Lies of the Ron. Um, and she looks exactly like Killian Murphy's, uh, you know, older brother probably in it she looks just like Killian Murphy's older brother she looks mad boyish she's still hot I've got a big you know I want to call it a soft spot but it probably ends up being more of a hard spot for Charlize the Ron but um yeah she looks like a boy in it and the the dialogue is fucking shit some of the um choreography is pretty dope you know, stunt-wise, the story's stupid. It doesn't make sense even at the end of the movie. And I think there's a second one coming out, a sequel to this garbage, man. But, um, you know, if you like, you know, I don't even know. if I don't know what you're supposed to like if you like this. Action, I guess. Action, corny shit. Um, man, you corny! But, yeah, it doesn't get much from me, man. It's It's nothing special the there's a there's a couple of good special effects where like you know that's it's pretty much it's pretty much like they've done some cgi and then reversed it they hit rewind very good well done um great job so yeah nothing special there cannot believe there's a sequel to it but um they set it up for a sequel uh spoiler alert but yeah fuck bro 5.5 out of 10 and that's close reviews for today uh, I think we got some fuck shit here, which is rare. Uh, but let's hear it. You take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. Take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. It's a stack of fuck shit on top of itself, nigga. So this one is coming in from Katie. And it says, Jackson County woman, this is the headline. Jackson County woman says she caught STD in car. Auto insurance could pay out $5.2 million. 
this is a pretty long article, but basically, I did give this a read earlier. Uh, basically, this woman had sex in a car and caught an STD from the guy in the car and he didn't tell her that he had an STD and now she wants a payout from the car insurance because they had sex in a car and it and it's looking like it could go ahead, which is straight up fuck shit. That is just a money grab. Um, go get some penicillin or something, bro. Like go see your GP and she's going to be sweet unless you got like a- HPV or HIV or um, what else? Herpes, you know. Nothing's really that bad these days. I think HIV is pretty bad. Um, but like, you know, look at Magic, Magic Johnson. And he might, I mean, he must not have a Magic Johnson. Honestly, that's a pretty hacky joke. Let's not, let's not even continue with it. Um, yeah, dude, that's wild, Katie. I, and that is some fuck shit. So let's have a, oh, I, I can't just read this thing. Yeah, it is HPV, so there you go. Uh, yeah, he didn't disclose his infection status and the woman was awarded $5.2 million. Geico, the insurance company, uh, is you know, trying to get a new hearing, yada, yada, yada. Okay, we've got another listen to this fuck shit here from Keegan. I know a few Keegans. Keegan Brooksby. Keegan Bosshoff. Um... You know, two people rescued after falling in tank full of chocolate in Pennsylvania. Okay, straight after the Johnny Depp trial, that's what we're doing. <laughs> we're going full Willy Wonka on him, bro. Remember that fat kid? Did the fat kid do that? Wasn't he like drinking from the chocolate river and he fell in and he, and he died? Isn't Willy Wonka just a bunch of kids dying by candy? Just gluttonous fat fucks. Remember that blue, blueberry girl? I forget what her name was. But she, you know, she ate something and she blew up and floated away. Never to, never to be seen again. Charlie's like the only motherfucker that didn't die in that movie, I'm pretty sure. It's actually a tragic film. I don't know if that's accurate, but that's, I mean, that's the way I remember it. Um, what are the, what does this article say? Both patients were, two people were rescued after falling into a tank full of chocolate at the Mars and M&M factory in Pennsylvania. Both patients were transported to the hospital. Once One patient was transported by helicopter, one by ground. Extent of their injuries is unknown. Fire crews have eliminated pulling them straight out of a tank. What's that mean? They have to cut a hole in the side of the tank <laughs> to get them out. Fantastic. We are currently actively managing the situation. Our problem. Fuck. Speaking of insurance, you got to fucking get a whole new tank after that. Craziness, bro. People are out here so fat that they get like, have I done a tour of a candy factory? I don't think so. I've been to the Fruit Chocs factory, but that's really more of just a shop where they make the chocolate in the back. Uh, I've been on, you know, tours of breweries. That's fine. But when you're going to a chocolate factory, bro, and you're straight up living the life of the children from Willy Wonka, 
you deserve to fall in the in the thing. You are an embarrassment. You were an embarrassment the moment you bought the tickets. So falling in the chocolate tank changes nothing in in terms of your embarrassment status. But that is some fuck shit, bro. Um, but honestly, I think we've only got one more thing today, and that's advice. We need to no move problem. Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. This one's coming in from Nolan, which is crazy, because like that sounds like the man has to be at least 65. I don't know that I've ever met a young Nolan, but let's 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 hear this. Uh, my girlfriend has an issue with me bathing my daughter. <clears throat> oh, just had a problem swallowing. Um, hopefully that's nothing major. Um, hey, boss man, the title pretty much says it all. I've been a single dad practically all of my daughter's life, so obviously I've been bathing her since she was a baby. However, my new girlfriend of three months has an issue with that. She claims it's inappropriate and that dads in general shouldn't be bathing their daughters. We don't live together, but I just don't know how to get her to stop bothering me about this and get her to see my point of view on this. I wish you said how old your daughter is. Because, like, if you're... Practically all of my daughters. Like, if your daughter's, like, you know, up to... I don't know. I don't know when you stop bathing a kid. But, like, let's say three. Let's say up to three years old. I think there's no problem. Like, kids need help with hygiene. They're disgusting. They don't know how to sort it out. Sometimes I forget to, like, you know, wash behind my ears. You know, I wash my hair. I wash my beard. I wash my face. I'll do my neck and stuff. And I'll just forget behind my ears. And I'll get out of the shower and I'll start drying myself. And I'll be like, fuck. And I have to get back in the shower and do behind my ears so imagine a kid bro a kid like a kid doesn't know how to you know wash their their you know their asshole and everything so three years old you know i'd like to you know hopefully you your daughter's not 14 that's that's why if she's 14 then that's why your new girlfriend's like what's wrong with you you pedo fuck but no i'm guessing your kid's young and i'm guessing that your girlfriend's young she sounds like a big fucking idiot, honestly. That what fathers aren't allowed to bathe their children? Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Dude, I, I've talked to you guys already about how disrespected I felt by the nurses in the hospital simply because I was the father and not the mother. And I think in 2022, that shit's got to go. Hashtag dad lives matter. And nah, break up with your girlfriend, bro. Fuck that bitch. I hate her. Um, sh- thanks for writing in, Nolan. Um, this one here is from Ryan, Ryan, and I know Ryan's, uh, my, my old best friend, my best friend in primary school, his name was Mitch. He had an older brother named Ryan and he was faster than us, but I guarantee right now or not right now, but when I was in peak physical condition as a professional athlete, I was faster than that motherfucker, bro. Shout out to Ryan though. Uh, I think my 11 year old brother is gay. How well am I handling the issue? Milkman, I'm 17. I've had a lot of hints that my brother is gay over the years. Like he always has obvious crushes on boys and never girls. Yeah, that's usually that's usually a good, good hint there, Ryan. My stepdad is very Republican and against that. And our mum is a yes woman who goes along with everything he says and lacks the brain power to think for herself after years of heavy drinking. Sounds like you respect your mother, Ryan. That's good. 
Uh, I was out with my brother at a mall yesterday and left him in a food court with a bunch of stands to take our four-year-old nephew to the bathroom. When I came back, he was engrossed in his calendar. That's like the men's swimsuit edition with a bunch of guys in just swim trunks and speedos. It was really obvious from his reaction to me finding him that he wasn't just looking at pictures of beaches. He tried to put it back quick after I found him and he was shaking and almost crying as we walked into the game store that he's usually all over. I just told him it's okay to look a bunch of times. And when we left, I left him again for a bit. I actually thought about, no, I actually bought the calendar thinking it might make him feel better. But I'm having second thoughts where I should actually give it to him. There aren't any R-rated pictures in it, but I'm still worried about our mum or stepdad finding it and thinking something's up, not to mention him being super embarrassed and wanting to just put the whole thing in the past. Um, I'm glad that you're trying to be supportive. What was your name, Ryan, was it? Yeah, I'm glad you're trying to be supportive, Ryan. Don't, um, don't give him the calendar. It could be risky uh, considering your, your parent and your alcoholic... Um, seemingly stupid mother um just tell him you're there for him it's his journey and he can do what he wants with it it's not your job to assist him to come out of the closet but just tell him that you're always there for him no matter what if he wants to talk to you about anything you're there for him just let him know that kind of stuff don't give him the calendar he could be embarrassed by that and all that kind of shit so that's that's what i would say is just tell him tell him you're there for him and be there for him and um, that should that should be all right. Um, I forgot to make fun of you, but let's just go to the next one. Um, this one coming in from Lewis. Lewis, straight guy, but what's your opinion on a straight guy sucking other guy's penis? Do I need to read this email? My opinion is that that's gay, my brother. And that's okay. But you're not straight. Let's listen. Let's read. I've been somewhat ready to meet up with a guy to masturbate with him to porn. And I have this thing for getting off to big penises. Like, if all of a sudden during I want to suck it, should I? Thing is, I don't know how I would feel or react after. And that's what's holding me back. Now, mind you, I won't have sex with a guy and no kissing certain things is just off limits. (laughs) Any advice? Yeah, dude, here's some advice. You're gay. Um, no, but anyway, if you're, if you want to go to a little masturbation party or whatever, you go ahead and do that. Um, but you can't just suck a dick, uh, without consent. You know, consent's huge in the streets these days. You need to ask him if he, just be like, hey, are you, is it cool if I suck your dick? Um, being a straight guy that likes to get off to big dicks, dude, is um that's called being gay, okay? Or at least, at the very least, bi, but you're not 50-50, dude. You're 60-40 on the gay way, understand? You want to you wanna beat off to straight porn with another man and then suck his dick? You're 60-40, bro. 60-40. All right. That is 60-40, dude. Okay, that might be 75-25, dog. That's nutty. No offense, but... All right. That's gay. 
you're in denial, which is fine, but my job is to help you find out that you're gay. All right? It's cool, bro. It's cool. No one's mad at you. No one's going to be. Um, But that's gay. Um, Yeah, man, I think, I think you probably... You need to let this person know if you're going to do some move like that. You can't just be, especially if he's, if he is straight or allegedly, you know, I've never, I've heard of like, you know, the soggy biscuit or, you know, limp biscuit or soggy, soggy sayo or whatever it is. But that seems gay to me. I'd never play that game. And, um, I would think that, that, yeah. I mean, I've told you guys that I was probably in grade six and I went to a birthday party. It was a sleepover party where, you know, we played video games and ate junk food and watched movies and whatever else. And once we turned the lights out for bed, one of these guys is like, do you guys masturbate yet? And then he started talking us through. He's like, everyone start doing this. And I think, like, I don't know who else did it because the lights were off, but I didn't do it. I was like... I was, so grade six, I was probably 10, 10 or 11, I think 10. And I was like, this is, so I think, you know, what you're doing is for sure gay and that's fine. But uh, you can't just suck a dick uh, without consent. And you can't just suck a dick and um, say straight either. That's, that's obtuse, I would say. Does that make sense to you, bro? Easy money. Anyway, uh, this show this show is honestly easier with Boardman here, but you know everybody needs a break. Um, maybe he would be here more if you guys bought more merch and I could pay him more dollars. You understand? So go to welcometothepotty.com, buy some merch. Go to bungbungcoffee.com, enter promo code potty for 15% off and a kickback to welcome to the potty. Share the show for a chance to win free merch. Tell a friend to tell a friend. You know what it is. Welcome to the potty on everything. I love you guys. Do not forget to love yourselves. And as always, bang, bang. Sub-Zero, take your breath away with your own pillow I'm moving in silence through the night There's no stopping me, not the Black Widow I'm kicking it swiftly, Luke Kang flow Cybernetic enhancements, I'm Kano I'm proficient at war like Jax But I got nothing to prove like John Cage though I got an arsenal full of techniques Enter the dragon like Bruce Lee I'm dangerous, so, so dangerous You don't want me to